This is a Soulfire production. I have a very amazing friend of mine here, uh, Miss Heather Schwartz. She is an incredible friend, a mentor, a compassionate leader, and she just so happened to FaceTime me. She was acknowledging me, and it brought me to tears. And I told her, you have such a gift of seeing people. And I, you know, there's very few people that I feel truly seen by and met, you know, at a soul level, like someone that can really, really see you. And it just feels so incredibly, incredible to be seen. And I was like, Heather, we should do a podcast. She's like, no, she said, she's like, we should, we should do a podcast on that being seen. And I'm like, yeah, we we should, because it is a gift of yours to see people at the soul level, lead people from the heart. You really are a heart-based leader. And um, you've been such an amazing mentor for me and friend for me because not only have you always met me where I was at, but you've seen me for who I am and you've moved me forward in a way that was patient, gentle, sometimes more like not gentle, but it's what I needed. And it's just like there's this understanding of where people at and are at seeing them and then moving them forward. And I think that makes you just an incredible leader. And it's why you've built a multi-million dollar organization. It's why you've, you're a leader of hundreds of strong, strong leaders. And I've had the incredible blessing and pleasure of working with you for over 11 years. Oh my gosh. And to witness you grow into the leader that you are today into the wife that you are today, the friend, the mother now that you are today with little Rai Rai and continue to show up for people in the way that you do as your life has grown. So why don't we share a little bit about your story inside of building the empire that you've built today? Because you have some of the strongest leaders inside of your organization that I know and like how you've had to kind of cultivate that strength inside of yourself to hold space and to be a mentor for people that are strong, right? Like, like what's your journey to your leadership today? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's fun to think about, um, because when I, you know, never expecting to be an entrepreneur or a business owner and falling into it really authentically. And, you know, I think that was the first step is being a yes to even something that felt so scary in the very beginning. Like I remember being offered a job in college, what that was on, on commission. And I just, the minute I heard there wasn't an hourly, I said, no, (laughs) you know, so like, you know, that it's just funny to think, but like when you are so connected to, um, you know, the possibilities and the vision and the people related to it. And I think that, you know, we can shift. It's, it's possible to be open all of a sudden. And it's also where we're at in our lives, right? When I found, um, when I found our organization, our company, like I was, ready for something new. I was in the search, you know, I think we all are probably in the search of something. And, um, I was definitely trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And when it fell into my lap really authentically, I was like, 
what if, and why not me? Right. And so I'm so grateful. That would be my first tip for all of us is be open, right? We're so often don't even realize how closed off we are to so much. Like there could be something staring us in the face, a message that goes off in our Instagram and we miss it because we're so closed. And so, you know, and I, and I, and I often see that in people and, and, Sometimes we don't even realize how um, closed off we are to opportunities. So I think the first step is to be open and be, being open to being a yes um, and, and having that belief in ourselves that we can be a yes. And from there, um, having a structure to whatever we're going to do. Like I'm so grateful that our company has amazing structure because it got me into action. Like clarity equals power. So I was like, okay, I want to invite people to what we're doing because it was so dynamic and so fun. And I wanted people to be a part of it. And I still remember the day, um, we were out on the beach and we were running workouts and I saw an opportunity. It was the most simple thing, but I said, I want to, um, I want to help lead. And, you know, I was like, I was, I was basically like, you know, there's that like little girl inside of us or that little person inside of us. It's like, I have this idea and how often do we squash it? Right. And I was like, I spoke up, right. So to use your voice, take action on what you want. And that was the day that changed everything. Cause I saw that I could be significant in that space. And then all I wanted to do from there is help other people feel that spark of, I can be great and I have a way to be great. And I realized that that was a vehicle. This was a vehicle to do that. And so in seeing people and building leaders, it's like, I get so lit up and excited to have people realize their greatness and have people see who like that they can be great and believe in them more than they believe in themselves and not be perfect myself so that they, it gives them more of a confidence to like, wow, like if she can do it, I can do it. And you do that so, so, so well. So really it's, it's, you saw a space where you had a knowing where you could lead, where you could fill a void, where you could really express your gifts and you stepped into that. And I think all of us have an opportunity to do that bigger and deeper in different ways. Right. So there were many moments I feel like for you were that were breaking moments, like breakthrough, breaking moments to break through moments in your business. What were a few of those? Well, um, there was this really awesome tall blonde who came and got started. Oh no, I was a breaking moment. And I actually was just telling this story on a training call I was doing last week. Um, and I remember thinking, okay, like, you know, I started attracting powerful people. Was there anything you did before that to start attracting powerful people? I think, I mean, it, from my like understanding from some of the beginnings of it all, right. They, they, that I've heard is it was ignorance on fire to the point where I was so excited and my energy about what we were doing was so like little girl excited that I think it was attractive to people 
to say like, I want to feel that happy about what I do. And like, you know, and the, the income started to grow too. So people are like, well, she's happy and mm. she's making money. Like, yeah. And I just want to clarify for people. So Heather and I, 11 years ago, we met and we built a large health and wellness business together in Los Angeles. We had our first um, nutrition club wellness center in Culver City. And we had upwards of 400 people in Santa Monica Beach sometimes doing huge wellness events, workouts. They'd come back to the club. We would do everything wellness under the sun. And that really became a movement and expanded to eight different centers um, over the course of five years, we opened up different marketplaces. Um, people have spread out all over the U.S. now, and we've really grown different expressions of supporting people in health and wellness. But when she she's sharing this, this is what she's referring to, the beginning days of us getting this started. Yeah, totally. Thank you. Um, and so, you know, as you started to show like that you were you know, wanting to take this on more seriously and everything. I mean, I was like, wow, like it was, it was definitely a moment where I was like, I've got to grow. Like I have this incredible, powerful, like strong, empowered business partner to work with. And like, I need to enhance my capacity to hold for people like that. And so, um, I, you know, it's really easy. I could have retreated. I could have quit. Like it was scary. I could have gone, I'm not good enough. Like there was all of that. And instead I was like, okay, what can I do to get better? And I went and did, um, a, a personal development seminar really like dug into me and, um, increasing my confidence and my certainty and my clarity and my, you know, how empowered I felt about myself. And that's when I attracted my next powerful business partner. <laughs> so you just never know. And, you know, and, and that was also attractive for the whole organization to see like, okay, like we're growing and in working on me, that's what happened. I love that. I love that. So you faced yourself head on, decided to grow your capacity, threw yourself in the fire came out the other side, what was another moment for you where you're like, uh, I'm up against another glass ceiling? Yeah. Well, you know, you were mentioning my, um, my husband and he's amazing and I love him so much. Um, and, uh, we also, from the moment we met, like we were literally living two different lives. Like we laugh about it because he was the big thing that we had in common is we were both really career driven. Um, he was still party boy, like, you know, like with his fraternity bros all the time still and doing all kinds of amazing things. And my, our lives looked very different. And, but yet I, I did believe he could be my future husband. So it was like crazy because you know, here I am living this really healthy lifestyle. Like every weekend I have seminars and I'm running healthy, active lifestyle events. And he really wasn't at that time. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but he was open, he was open and he was not judgmental. That was the biggest thing is oh, neither of always judge- so supportive. Eli is like our biggest cheerleader. Yeah. And we were always uh, supportive of each other, even though we could have been really judgmental of each other. And we talk about that too. That was a big piece. So long story short, we went through so many phases. Um, I went through so many phases with our relationship because 
Um, I knew that I wanted love. And at the same time, my number one thing at that time was driving my career. Like I was one track mind. I'm going, I'm growing hustle mode, go, go, go. Yet here you are like, do I want to let this go? Because this really could be my future. And so there were just so many phases that we went through and I really got to a really, really low place um, where I had to ask myself, like, can I have this career that I've built and this, you know, epic business and life and income and everything that I built and have a husband that it felt like we were living two lives and we dug in, we dug into us, we dug into communication, we dug into having a Wednesday night date night and Friday night, um, you know, doing like special things as a family. And, um, you know, we just, I, I had a breakthrough conversation with a business partner who helped me see that I could have it all. Like I really could, I could have the business and the life and that I'm not my business. Like I get to separate myself, Heather. I have a business and I have a husband and I have me. And I had to like pull each of those apart because they were so overlapping to the point that if one was feeling like a struggle, I was a struggle. Like it was like completely interwoven to the point where I would be a mess because I wasn't figuring out something with the business or I was a mess because of this. But like when I was able to see there's business, there's Heather and there is Eli and there's future family and that all of those pieces, I have the power to make them all mesh and work and be happy and love. And this is my journey, right? My journey isn't that person's journey. I'm, this is my journey and it doesn't have to look like anyone else's. And I can be the example of this journey. And I had a complete, I burst into tears with the realization that it could all work. And ever since that day, this was March of two years ago. And I called you, FaceTimed you in tears because of that conversation. Cause I was like, Oh my God, Laura, I had the breakthrough conversation and I came back and we got pregnant. So let's really unpack that because this is huge. And this could be so big for so many people on the line. Cause it does. I think what happens, and I mentioned in my solo episode, the movie Soul. I don't know if you watch it on Disney Plus. It's a really fun movie. Um, it's really good. But there's this part where they they show lost souls in the movie. And the lost soul is somebody that becomes so obsessed with something that they can't see reality, right? They That it pulls them away. And I think what happens so often especially for people on the line that are so driven. This podcast is, podcast is called Activate. There's driven people on this line. I don't care what industry you're in. You are getting after it, right? And I've been an activated human my entire life, okay? I was a Division One volleyball player. I've been winning. I've been going after it. And so what can happen is we can become obsessed. And obsession is a good thing until it becomes our identity, like you said. And when you when you lose, then that means you're a bad person. You're literally wearing this as who you are. And so what this podcast represents is 
growing on both the goal line and the soul line with understanding that we are more than our jersey, right? We're both. And how do we intersect and do both? And so this breakthrough moment for you, if we can really unpack it, and if you could share any tools that really supported you, I think can be like such an access point for people to know that they can really have it all. Like how? Because I remember you in that low. It almost felt like a loop that you were like couldn't get out of because it was so scary, right? At that time. And some people might be in that loop right now and it, their careers might be falling apart and they're like, how could it look any different? This is who I am. This is what I've always done, right? Like how did you pull yourself out to see from a higher perspective? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, and I've, I've been reflecting to be able to agree with you to really teach this because it has been such a key part of my journey. I would say number one, we like we were in like the mode to dig into it. So I think sometimes we can keep shoving it to the side because yeah. for a long time- You're head on like seminars. Let me talk to someone. Let me figure this out. Yeah, you really were. Yeah, because first it was, I don't even want to deal with it. Um, and I, I shoved it under the rug for so long that it blew up. Um, and so- it was dig in. And then it was actually take action on those things. So it's like in my head, I was like, no, Eli and I, like, he's always going to have his schedule and I'm going to have mine and it's never going to work. Like I was literally in yeah, that. Yeah, you would say that. Mm-hmm. So I had to be open that like, it could start to shift. And when I was open, like he started, he would come to an event with me and that felt really good. And I was like, Oh, he's actually like, that actually could feel really good, but it also didn't have to happen. Like then he wouldn't come to an event. I was like, still great. Like everything's great. And we would have dinner together after the event and that could still make me happy. And, you know, we were really, um, in tune and in communication, like on a Sunday, we would look at our schedules and say, what are times that we're going to spend together? And what are times that I can know that you have a meeting versus all of a sudden you have a dinner meeting. And now I feel like crap because I thought we were going to spend time together. You know, it was just like clarity and communication. So we getting on, uh, Eli and I getting on the same page started to make me feel like, okay, like we are intertwined and we are like building a life together versus you have yours and I have mine. So that started to create certainty and trust for me. Um, and man, I, I will say like the conversation that I had in Singapore, the voice that it came from, um, like having a conversation with someone who, I had been in a certain conversation with before and to all of a sudden have a shift in it. So it's almost like maybe you have a mentor or you have a friend or you have someone that you really look up to for advice. And you can kind of like go from like surface level conversation to like really digging in. And I think because that was the voice that the conversation came from, I was able to say like, oh my God, like this really could change and I really can feel different. So I don't know how that, if that resonates with everyone, that really made a difference for me. And I think I was so ready 
to not feel the way I was feeling anymore. Like I was at the point where I was like, I can't feel like this anymore. Like I literally cannot go on another day living like this. Like I was so ready. And like, we have to like get ourselves to the place where we're like, I'm not willing to live like this anymore. Like I am not willing to wake up tomorrow and feel this way. And I was just, it just, I don't even know. Like I just, I want to give more steps, but I just feel like that was the breakthrough. And I, and when I had it, I was like, this is it. Like I was so like, this is it. I said it over and over. Like I said it to you. I said it to Eli. I said it to so many people. Like that was it. Like that was the moment. Like, and I, I literally, I was like, that's the, and I think I said it so many times. Like sometimes we literally have to program our brains. Like that was the breakthrough. This was it. I feel completely different. And I know it sounds so simple, but like literally I, I broke it that day. Like that was the shift. Yeah. So beautiful. And the next week you got, was it the next month you got pregnant? That was the breakthrough. And we got pregnant 90 days later. And literally have the most beautiful angel of the sun, Rai Rai. So amazing. And the most loving, beautiful relationship with Eli. You guys now have your new home in Manhattan Beach. He's grilling in the back. And now look at how much time you have together in 2020. Like, come on. And there's a lot of people that could be listening that maybe want to get pregnant and it might be something in their mind that's holding them back. I've had this conversation with a lot of women who want relationship and baby, like whatever that is in our personal life. Because I... I held back on that for so many like years because I was just like, I am my career and that's all that matters. And I have to be at a certain income level and I have to be this and I have to be that. And when I like let that go and we just allow, that's when baby came. Totally. Totally. So for those that are, you know, taking those those steps and and like it's so such beautiful permission because yeah, you built them huge business prior, but you're still building an amazing business while having it all, you know? And I think that at least was a huge fear for me is how do I have it all? Right. Like if like, like how do I literally like, like literally how do I have it all? And I think you really do just expand your container and you're a, yes, I see that with my friend, Heather Colin. I see that with you. I see that with Jill. I see it with so many people that I really admire and respect. And these, you know, Sarah Blakely is one of my mentors silently she's such a fun wild crazy mom and it's just like you just figure it out none of it's perfect your container expands and um I'm so grateful that you had that breakthrough you know there's so much that we want right like we have huge goals for 2021 and I think my awareness of how like how embracing that it sounds we hear this all the time embrace the journey But it's like, if we already had everything that we're saying we want this year, what would we be doing, right? Like, we'd be bored. So it's like, we've got to constantly be doing this and be in the pursuit and enjoy, we we always hear it, like, be present and like, enjoy the day. And I'm like, I'm going to miss it if all I'm thinking about is this next thing. Like, I'm going to miss my enjoyment of being with my son while getting to do this, like he's napping right now and I can be doing this podcast with you and, you know, and is it all perfect? No. But if someone from the outside looked and they're like, 
it looks like it is, but like beneath it, like there's so much more. And that's what makes life so fun. Like progress equals happiness. And as long as we are making daily progress, that's the happiness. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, totally, totally agree with that. You're somebody that I feel like has, you really don't in many ways care what people think and in at least in my perspective of you and and you also have made really smart choices i feel like in business and particularly with money and particularly like with saving and growing and i feel like there's a lot of women on the line that could learn from you and like how do you have these principles that i think carry around in all areas of your life but that have really set you up for long-term success like where where did you learn those? How can you teach those? Where where are you at inside of yourself to build those principles? Um, yeah, I mean, it's so important to me. I feel like from a young age, like I always saw my parents being, um, there was always like a conversation, I would say around money. And there was always a saving, like there was not like you know, like we had a wonderful life, but I just feel like from a, from a young age, I was always learning from my parents to save. And so I just was in a, like, I never want to have to stress about money and I'm going to save and I'm going to save. And I just, as I started to build my business and make money, I was committed to saving within the back of my mind. Like my family will never have to stress about money. There were even probably times where it's like, why am I not doing more? But I was just like, save, 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 save. And um, not caring what people thought about it because like, I guess like my values are so important to the point of like, this is, this is me. Like, you know, this is just what I'm going to do. And, um, and you know, that helped to the point, like I was, I was, you know, at a great point in my business, making a really great six figure income. And I was living at $750 rent with a roommate across the street from our club, because that's what I wanted to do. And, um, and that's what was important at the time. It wasn't, it wasn't, that's just what was important. So, um, I would say being like, without even realizing it, like I was so clear on my values of being financially smart having a long-term perspective. Like, I guess I've been good at like, I don't have to have like immediate. Um, yeah. And like, just remembering that, like, I don't know, my gratification is so like future almost to a fault to the point where I'm like, Heather, like do something for yourself now. But like, I just am so like future gratification. If I do it now, I keep going now, hustle now work now, do it now, stay focused. All of it is coming. Mm. Yeah. And it all has come, you know, you have family and life and house and all the things of your dreams. It's so beautiful. Um, so having you in my life as a mentor, you know, there's been some pivotal moments. I mean, there's so many moments that I can remember, but, uh, one of them, uh, I remember we, I had just like, finished a breakup and I was really, really heartbroken. And I remember I was speaking at a training that night and I was like, Heather, I can't. I just can't. I'm so upset right now. I'm so hurt. And I don't even remember what you said, but I remember you were like, I, this is, this is the energy at least that I remember. I love you. 
And because I love you so much, you're going to do this training tonight. And I know that it's the best thing for you. And I remember I was like, oh my God, first of all, I wasn't expecting that. Like F you, like what? <laughs> like come hug me. And number two, um, what? Well, maybe she's right. And I think, um, that night definitely shifted something for me because I just remember like, I, I didn't have to sit in my pain. I could almost use my sadness and my, and my hurt for good. Like I could, I could flip the script in a way. And I think you've helped a lot of people flip the narrative and, and flip the script and what I've seen you do for myself and so many people. And that was just one example of so many that I could share is like you're really a stand for people. So I would love to define what it means to be a compassionate stand for someone because there's a lot of coaches, mentors on the line. And I think sometimes people might have the question like, how am I a stand for someone? Like you expressed earlier, you were scared of me. Like I'm strong. Like my mom sometimes says like, Lori, I'm scared of you. But I guess I'm come off as intimidating. And when you get to know me, you realize how silly I am. And, and I'm so much more than that. But I, you've been a stand for me and I've never felt like you've taken it too far. Like I've always felt like it was honest. It was loving and it moved me forward in ways that I couldn't have done myself. And so how do you do that? Yeah. Um, oh, I love, uh, thinking about examples of this. Cause it's like, I think when I really like, I really like get present to the person, like, and I was just telling someone the other day, like I actually touch my heart a lot of the time. Cause we, we so often go to our head and like fear and like, I'm not going to say it right. I'm not going to do it right. And I, I, I go here. Like I, uh, sometimes we literally like need to like touch it to remind ourselves, stay in our heart. And I think about not only you now, but like you 24 hours ago or you six months ago, like I really see into what's behind the now. And I get so connected to what someone has gone through and moving them forward and believing, like I said earlier, like believing in them more than they believe in themselves. And I so believe that I have a vehicle or like a way that they can get better, that my belief level is so high and so certain that I'm willing to maybe say things or move people forward to the point where I 100% believe that when they take that step, whether it's doing something with their with their health or doing something with their business, that it will work. Like I'm so 100% certain that I will say what sometimes people are not willing to say to them because other people not might not have that vehicle to do that with them. And so I just feel like I I'm like let's take this step. Or when you do this, this will happen. Like it's so certain. Whereas I think a lot of people are shaky in that. And so they're not willing to be like, they're, then they're not as strong in coaching. Like mm -hmm. I'm like, when you do this, this will happen. I am so clear. I am so certain. And so some people are willing and some people are not. And some people it's taken years to get them to be ready to the point, you know, it takes a lot of work on ourselves to be in the space, to hear that kind of coaching. 
how do you get yourself to a place of certainty and stay inside of certainty? Because I'm sure you haven't always been there. No, absolutely. And it's easy to fall out of it. I would say I'm really consistent in staying within a high certainty structure. So again, luckily we're part of a company where there's constantly, whether it's Zooms or um, I stay in the conversation daily. Like I very, cause I find that like we can fall out of it so quickly. Right. And so I immediately will put myself, I, I am very intentional about surrounding myself with energy that gets me into certainty, like all throughout the week I stay like I see the value in being part of conversations, masterminds, people that are moving your belief and your certainty forward. Yeah. And the minute I find something that's not doing that, I really like I, I retreat. Like I won't even put myself in in conversations or locations. I don't watch the news. You know, like I don't I, I, I stay away from things that take me out of that. And I constantly immerse myself like into, into situations that keep me in it. Yeah. I love that. And, and you really do surround yourself with very, very, very powerful leaders for sure. And minds. And, and I love that. So how do you, so I love that you're saying you coach people first. And I don't know if you guys listen to the podcast I did with Thomas, my good friend, he was, we were talking about person first leadership and how you know, through his years at USC and professionally, like his greatest coaches were person first coaches. And I don't think everyone coaches that way. However, I feel like everyone has a desire to be a better leader. And I'm not saying that person first leadership is the best way. However, I do feel like we've woken up in 2020 to understanding that lives and our lives and our business are now one in the same. Like people are doing Zooms from their living rooms with their kids hanging on them. Like we, we, I don't think we really have a choice to really see people first. You know, with everything that's happened socially, racially, we really do need to take into consideration people, their hearts, their personal aspirations. And that's something that you've done so well. And I think that also makes you such a great stand for people because I think you have such a great way of seeing. And I don't know if that seeing people, if that comes with caring about them first, like it's like the desire to care, the desire to connect. Um, but how do you have such compassionate, heart-based, person-first leadership? Yeah. Um, I, I think that uh, it first comes from being connected. Well, I love connection. So connection for me, like connection with Zoom or in person, like I thrive on that. And wherever I can see a way to make someone feel better is like my passion and it's my, my purpose. And so I think that like the minute I get into a conversation, it's like, it can feel where someone's at and then say to myself, like, I am committed to this, like this conversation going in a positive direction. Like I'm committed to seeing that by the time we finish this conversation, they feel better than when we got on and like it can almost like I, I yeah I, I think sometimes we avoid like the personal because we want to stay on business or we want to stay on this but like you just said it so well Laura like this is just where we're at like personal and business is is almost one in the same and so if I can really get into their world right and know that behind the business conversation that we're having they either just got off of virtual learning or had a, you know, a crying baby or, 
you know, had a trouble in their relationship or, you know, a hardship in the health of their family in the background, I can consider, like we can, I build the trust through being there with them and whatever's going on, but not, but not getting caught up in it to the point where we like, I want to move it forward. So it's trust through connection, heart, compassion, empathy, and really feeling where someone is at so that they, they will hear me. And then it's like, okay, like now that we're here, now that like we see each other now, like, let me tell you all of the things about you. Like, I love telling someone what I see in them and like having them like have that moment of like, oh my gosh, like this can get better. And, you know, like, like giving, like pouring into um, what's going to move it forward. Yeah. And I think you take the hours out of your day to do that every single day that people simply don't. You show up to the birthday parties, you make the phone calls. And and I just think it truly it's, you also go above and beyond. And that's why you're great. You know, truly like you're really, really great for that reason. So just grateful to witness that so I can have an example on how to always get better. Cause that is definitely your strong suit for sure. Um, <laughs> Got to be intentional, right? Yeah, so intentional. I think that you are at a place where many people on the line, you know, if they, some people don't know you, but some people do like would want to be, you know, personally, financially, like with your business. What would you say to them? Like, just keep going. What would you say to your younger self? What are things you wish you would have known you would love to instill into others um, to really be where you're at today and to keep growing? Yeah. Trust, my mantra, abundance, love, and trust. So um, huge, huge piece is trust all of it. Trust the hard, trust the fun, trust like every piece of the journey when it's the most difficult to see it and to trust it, keep going. Like whatever it is that you are doing, stay consistent. Like when it's boring, when it's hard, when you don't want to, when you're falling asleep. I mean, I fall asleep with my phone on my face half the time, right? Because I'm like consistency, consistency, because we learn so much in the consistency, like go beyond the no's, the, uh, the non-believers, the people who think you're crazy, like keep going, keep trusting that on the other side of it, right? And believe that it will happen, right? And it's not easy. And a lot of it is going to suck, right? But like, that's actually the fun of the whole thing. Like if I look back at the parts that really sucked, like I miss those moments. Because now here we are, I'm like, God, the times that it sucked are actually what made all of the story. And so like, don't run through it. Like, of course, work in urgency, Work in urgency and enjoy and have fun. You have got to find the fun. Sometimes if it's like, if it's unattractive, like why does anyone want to be a part of it? And so it's like, dig into that and constantly focus on gratitude. When it's hardest to feel like you see anything inside of what you're feeling, like it's like, there's always something to be grateful for. And when you feel grateful, 
It makes moves you forward. You focus on the progress. It makes you happy and you can just find it. And sometimes it's so the most simple thing and have you feel trust and confidence to keep going. I love that. It's so relatable and just so necessary. You could just like keep replaying that clip before you go to bed. Just like, yeah, tell me it again. Yeah, tell me it again. Thanks, Heather. What's your vision for the future? <sighs> well, the vision for the future is, and you know, my husband and I keep talking about this, is like constant growth, right? And it's growth in all areas. So it's growth in our business and, you know, the multiple facets of what we're doing, um, as a couple and like in his career and in mine and, and having overlap wherever possible. Like I'm learning more about his, which is so fun. Cause it makes me feel more, you know, uh, like I have, um, I'm more well-rounded too. And then he's, um, more overlap with me, which has our connection enhanced. And then in our family, right. Like to be, in the um, development of our personal life at the same time. And that like, when we're reading to Rye at the end of the day, like we get to just be there and know that that's why we work so hard is to have those moments and to build our family and to build our relationship and to stay committed to our date nights and, um, and to just um, really stay in the focus of, you know, um, you know, it's not really balance. I wouldn't use the word balance, but it's like harmony. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And like, and just having fun in all areas and just keeping it silly and fun, really. And laughing, laughing through it all. I love it. I love it. Um, what does it mean to you to live an activated life? Ooh, I love the word activated, Laura. Um, it means like, literally it means like, get up and freaking jump when like you're sitting all day and like you're starting to like fall asleep and you need to just like freaking pump yourself up because sometimes we're just like so in the monotony and it's like I'm gonna fall asleep I've been on a zoom for 10 hours and it's like freaking activate yeah like that's literally what it makes me think of. I wish you guys could see what she's doing right now. She's jumping up and down like the cutest little 411 jelly bean I've ever seen. <laughs> I forget that people can't see me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I was jumping profusely. So if you're feeling like you, you really, we all need to jump. We all need to get up get some movement, get into peak state and just move around. Like I love that. I love that. I, I have rarely over the course of 11 years seen you out of peak state. So in closing, I would love if you could give us just some hacks on how you've stayed honestly in like amazing health. So like highly motivated all the time. Like obviously there's been your lows, but like you for the most part are an activated human. So what is your activate formula? (laughs) Yeah. So in case I didn't say this enough, my, um, what I say my nutrition program is, is that my nutrition plus mindset. So again, my morning routine, it's like nutrition movement and mindset. Like, and I really work to keep that going all day long. Like I get my, you know, I get my shaken for breakfast. I do some kind of movement. Sometimes I'd love to say it's, 
30 minutes or longer. A lot of the time it's, it's a couple minutes in the morning, but it changes everything to get some kind of YouTube video or we get some mini hit workout or something to get movement in the morning and mindset, right? We do, I am meditation. And then I have podcasts and YouTubes going all day, all like whenever there's silence, I turn on some kind of YouTube or podcast to keep my mind constantly fueled so that I don't even have time for my brain to go a different direction. And then all day long, you know, I've got my shakes, I've got my tea, um, you know, I'm having healthy, healthy foods. I'm not perfect though at all. Like I totally have a sweet tooth. I don't make myself feel wrong for that. I love peanut butter. Definitely, you know, I've gotten much better, but like, you know, and I just don't myself make myself wrong for it because I do stay on track with my protein and my nutrition. And I'm so grateful for our nutrition program because it keeps it simple. Yeah, totally. I love that. And you live it. You live it full. Um, anything else you want to share before we leave here today? This has been so amazing. Uh, you know, get clear on, you know, the value that we bring and just by just being and just reminding ourselves of, you know, and it's so beautiful how you've created this platform, Laura, because you have such epic value that you bring on the daily and then to fuel it constantly and be able to pour into others is just to remind ourselves that our voice matters and to constantly utilize it. And thank you for, for always being that example and for who you are and, and what a difference you make. You have been a stand for me to use my voice because you guys, when I first started 11 years ago, I remember Heather's like, okay, you're going to tell your story. And I was like, no, I locked myself in a closet. This is a real story. I said, no way. I was like, I literally locked myself in a closet. And it was this woman along with a few other mentors that pushed me out of the airplane you know to just start speaking and start using my voice and even when I was shaking and there were many times Heather knows when I was shaking and I was red and I was splotchy and I forgot what I was saying and I blacked out you know and now I'm here speaking to you like we're best friends which is which is wild to really see the evolution of that and and you've been a huge catalyst in pushing me out of that airplane so thank you we push ourselves out all the time (laughs) yes i love it well thank you heather this has been such a treat i love you so much thank you guys so much for listening Please share this episode and DM us. We'd love to interact with you about all you learn and create from this. If you love this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to get real-time updates when all new episodes go live. And if you can, please leave us a review. It will help us grow our community and our message to support more leaders on their growth journey. If you want to continue to hang out with me, follow me on Instagram at Laura E. Holloway and subscribe to my weekly newsletter at lauraeholloway.com for weekly downloads, blogs, upcoming workshops, events, and more. Stay aligned and make your move. I'll see you next week.